0: Hey everyone, I'm Rachel, a walking juxtaposition and wearer of many hats. I live with my wife and triplet daughters in Asheville, North Carolina. I'm a book fanatic and author of You Are Not the Thoughts You Think.
1: And I'm Megan, a stay-at-home mom and entrepreneur residing in Dallas, Texas. I live with my husband, two kids, two dogs, and two cats. I'm a fitness and mental health enthusiast. And in between the busy life of being a mom and wife, I'm the owner of my small business called The Love Within Us, where we focus on spreading love and light through self empowerment. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? It's just crazy as always over here. I know. And, you know, holiday season doesn't help. Busy, 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 nonstop.
0: It's just like, I feel like once you hit October, it's just like you're on this really fast sled plowing through.
1: Oh, yeah. And then you hit a wall in January. I'm feeling that for sure. We put up our Christmas tree yesterday and um, slowly took down Thanksgiving stuff but then there's like the tree, then the decorations, and the outside stuff and the wreath and then it's it's a, it's a lot. And then, you know, you have little hands helping, so it takes, you know, three times as long, okay. but you're building memories, right? Okay. So.
0: <laughs> yep, we had to to set up our Christmas tree, we had to move some furniture out of the apartment to make room for the tree. And yeah. then it's like yeah. in a corner, which is excellent. I'm going to put it in a corner every year because then I only have to decorate like a third half of it, of it
1: of yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. So it looks so much it more in the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do y'all go real tree or fake tree? Oh no, fake tree. Same. I don't have the patience for a real tree. Yeah. Number one, I'm allergic to them, and and I don't know. There's like the sap, and it's sticky, and then and there's needles on the floor, and then I don't know. You have to like water it, like yeah, because you gotta keep it. I don't know, not drying and dying. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I like the fake. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to do that.
0: When you pay just as much for the real tree as I do for a fake tree. And then I get yeah, to use yeah. mine for like five years. So it works. Yeah. Out. That's what I'm I feel say. like I'm being more green yeah. that way. I know it's plastic and everything, but it feels like it's more environment environmentally friendly to have the fake tree.
1: Yeah. Instead of like cutting down a new one every single year.
0: Yeah. I'll stick with my fake tree. It's easy. Oh, yeah. I can put I'm it in gonna... a box and then throw it back up there.
1: Same, same. So... We took a week off for Thanksgiving, we're back now, and we were going to do an episode on gratitude, but I think we're going to fast forward, am I right? Or Yeah, no, that sounds good. Okay. okay, so we're fast forwarding to a new word, and our word for today is resolution, or resolutions. And I think that's perfect, leading into the end of the year, we're completing our year and we're heading into a new one. And I think there is so many things we can talk about with resolutions.
0: For sure. Like my first question is, I'm assuming you do, but do you do resolutions every year?
1: Yeah, that's, that's my number one question for people too. Mm -hmm. I do, but I have found, and it was interesting. I think I mentioned this on like, I don't know, episode three or something, but I posted on my social media, like, do y'all do resolutions and the majority, and these are just my followers, it's the same people every day. If you follow (laughs) me, love you. Thank you for watching me. (laughs) Um, But uh, the majority, and I'm talking like 80 to 85% said they do not do
0: resolutions. I wonder why that is. Did anyone explain why they didn't do resolutions?
1: No. So I need to revisit that topic and question and re-ask more. But I have a feeling I know the answer within my research of resolutions. All right. Let's hear it. I'm going to start with why do we make resolutions? And there's different reasons or different types, I guess. And so this article said that it comes in many forms. Usually people are making a promise to change a bad habit, like Eating less junk food, giving up soda, quitting smoking, um, stuff like that. But other people are making a promise to develop a positive habit, starting to exercise more or volunteering in their community or just being a more giving person, things like that. And I don't think it's any surprise, but the most common resolutions that people make around new years is in the form of diet and exercise. So people wanting to change their diet, eat better, cook more at home, exercise every day. And I am trying to find the stat, but it was somewhere in the range of like a very high, I'm not seeing it right now, a very high amount of people quit their resolution by the first week of February. Dang. And the word that they used was because the expectation was too high. Society's expectations are too high. And I thought that was interesting because I think many people quit their resolution because they've set their own goals to unobtainable, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's like, they expect to have lost like 30 pounds in the first month and they haven't and it's hard. You're changing habits. You're changing routines. You're changing parts of your life that you've done for years, every single day. So it's like, talk about changing your diet. What does that mean? Drinking more water, no more soda, no more sweets. Like people go, they go straight into cutting out things that they have every single day. And then you have one bad day and you slip back. Whereas when you're creating those goals of, I want to eat healthier, maybe like the first month is literally focusing on more water. That's it. And then the next month is, you know, less carbs or sugars, not cutting it out. When you start cutting things out, I don't know. It's like, you're, you're changing this habit and lifestyle you've had. And it takes time. It takes Creating and building that new habit. And so then they fail, right? right? You you slide, you slide back and you're like, well, this was too hard. I, I don't want to do it anymore. And then that's it. And so by February, you're done because you yourself have set your goal, your resolution too high. You expect immediate change and it didn't happen. And there you are. Interesting. I think that
0: answers the, the first part where you were saying like, it's based on like society's expectations. Mm -hmm. So you, you're we you roll it all into one is that you're trying to make a change of who you are. You're trying to change who you are. You want to be a healthy person, for example, um, change is hard, but you're making assumptions of what a healthy person does or doesn't do.
1: Mm, and then yeah. you're,
0: you're making your actions and your habits based on your assumptions of what that healthy person does. So if you assume that a healthy person never eats a cheeseburger, then you're going to think you, you failed when you eat, yeah, a you're wrong. <laughs> right, exactly. A, you're wrong. And then B, yeah, you're eventually going to fail. So you've got to come up with the better realistic, not a goal, but like that person that you're, cause that's all we're doing is we're trying to change who we are as a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think or, or factors factors. Right. Exactly. And James clear talks about that. You have to, every, every time you do a habit is a vote towards that new person you want to become. Yeah. And Powerful. it's a great atomic habits is a great book to read before you go do, uh, resolutions and everything. And he helps it everything broke is broken down small and the powers in those small habits. So if you have a an incorrect view or an incomplete view of what that person is that you're trying to become or who that person is, you're not going to hit it because that target's not clear enough.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So like, if you want to be healthier, you need to like build that future, you avatar in your head of like healthy me looks like this. And this is what I would be happy with. And then have a realistic breakdown of what that would be.
1: 100%. And it's that breakdown, like you said. It's when you're saying, I'm not going to eat out anymore. Well, that consists of meal planning, grocery shopping, meal prepping. That's called time, 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 effort, things that maybe you've not been dedicating for the past six months. And all of those things are new, take time. You're going to get burnt out and then you're going to start eating out again, you know? it's setting those small incremental steps, like you said, to be that person or to have that action that that you're wanting to do. Right, it's I
0: I am a healthy person and Mm -hmm. a healthy person would make this
1: choice. Right, I looked up the history and when do you think resolutions started? I'm going to, I'm going to assume
0: I have no idea. So I'm going to assume it was a, like a more modern
1: thing. Yes. Ish. But it says the first new year's resolutions date back to over 4,000 years ago to ancient Babylon. Whoa. So the Babylonians have uh, said to have started the tradition and it was a 12 day new year celebration. It's where they it was like this like massive festival, and they would plant crops, they would crown a new king or pledge their allegiance to one, and they would make promises to the gods um, and pay their debts and return any borrowed items, things like that. Um, if they would do these things, then the gods would look favorably on them. But if they broke their promises, uh, you know, they would fall on the bad side. Then Fast forward to Rome and Julius Caesar, he introduced a new calendar that declared January 1st as the start of the year. Now this date um, honored Janus, uh, J-A-N-U-S, but it was a two faced God who looked back into the previous year, but also forward into the new year, which I thought that was really neat and the Romans would offer sacrifices to this God uh, and make promises of good behavior. Then looking into the middle ages with the Knights, they would renew their vow of chivalry and make as a resolution to maintain their knighthood. And then let's see here. So, and then fast forward to modern new years where most people make resolutions um, themselves rather than making these promises to uh, God's, but they focus on the tradition of self-improvement. Oh. So it's usually health, fitness, uh, getting out of debt, saving more money, things like that. That's interesting. I had no
0: idea it went back that far. Isn't that fascinating? I do. I, I really like the, the that ancient tradition of like, it's like that clean slate, like where we focus on, we're not necessarily cleaning our slate when we're doing resolutions. We're just yeah. saying, I'm gonna add, this or i'm going to take away this to make a change in mm-hmm. who i am i love the idea it's like spring cleaning but like in january so yeah. like clean your desk like reorganize structure all your paperwork for the year i don't do any of that stuff
1: i should mm. i like that I, I like what you said um you're either adding or taking away something and then with that one god it was you're looking into the previous year looking into the future year mm-hmm. I think that's, that's super interesting. Here I found it, it said research, okay, at least 40% of the people in the United States, in the United States set their new year's resolutions, while well, only 22% of the people in the UK aim for self-improvement with the resolution. But research shows that 80% of people break their resolutions by the first week of February, and only 8% are successful in achieving their goals at all. Experts say we're doomed to fail when making New Year's resolutions thanks to unrealistic expectations. I really
0: liked how you broke that down. Like instead of doing a a whole year, do 12 different, you can make them related or unrelated, but 12 different, like my January, plan it out for the New Year's, but make January this, February this, Mm -hmm. break it down into smaller things. I like that.
1: And I think something we talked about on one of our... Goal setting episodes where sometimes you sit at the end of the year and you come up with these things that you want to do in the new year. And then maybe June and July get here and you realize, huh, I don't really want to do that anymore. And so you let that go. And it's okay to let that resolution go. Yeah. And you're not a failure for letting that go because maybe it just doesn't align with who you are. Because a lot of things are in six months. Yeah. Um, and I think that's important, where I think a lot of people who don't, this is just my opinion, who don't make resolutions is they are afraid of that failure of not even doing it or breaching it within the first three months. Um, and so then they just don't do it because they know they can't. And I've heard people say, well, I, you know, I, I, make, I make resolutions all year round. And then I like to ask that person like, oh yeah, well, what's your resolution? What what resolution did you make? What's your current one? Because I love that idea. And that's kind of what James Clear
0: talks about with Atomic Habits is like, we shouldn't wait for the new year, like hold our resolutions up to the new year. We should be making these changes all the time. Yeah. Um, So like knowing what you're currently working on all the time is is good.
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: That kind of ties into when I was researching it, as I was thinking about resolution in my head, I would, I started thinking about, well, it's base word is resolve. And I was like, well, that's interesting. I had never really put the two together of resolve and resolution and resolve to me is like, you're, you're fixing something, um, or you're committing to something and that committing kind of aligns with resolution. So I looked up the definition of resolve. It's like for the verbs to settle or find a solution to a problem. So that's what I was thinking. Two is to decide firmly on a course of action. I really liked that one. And then the noun would be firm determination to do something. Mm-hmm. I really liked the verb of decide firmly on a course of action. Yeah. Cause I'm kind of like life right now is this big, like up in the air. And I feel like i kind of live in that state. I've been in that state for a few years now of this up in the air Um, And it causes a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety because there's nothing put down. So like my resolution, I think would be to resolve. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm making a resolution to resolve.
1: Yeah, and I think there's components of that. You have to know what you want, how you're going to do it and the steps of the how. Let's say we're in debt. I want to get out of debt. Okay, well, how am I going to do that? Well, I'm going to save money. Well, well, what does that look like? And you have to like ask yourself these questions and break down exactly what that looks like. And then you have to stay true to it. And how do you stay true to it? I think that's almost like a million dollar question. And I, and I a lot of what you and I talk about almost on every episode is that self awareness. And somebody who wants to work out, okay, what is that going to look like for you? Is it thirty minutes? Is it a walk? Is it in the morning? Is it with your kids? How are you going to make that work? What does it actually physically look like? Is it five days a week or two days a week? You know, what type of boundaries and expectations can you give yourself that are meetable, but also how are you going to be held accountable for it? Because ain't nobody going to wake you up at 5.30 in the morning and hold your hand and go walking with you unless you find a buddy to do that with. Or have a dog that needs to go with Or have a dog that does it.
0: 4 a.m., yeah
1: but it's like, ultimately that's up to you. Like you have to do that. Um, and that's resolve. That's right. You and I have small businesses and we've had our conversations off the air, you know, off our podcast about what we want that to look like. And next year, and we, we have these dreams and these goals and it's now's the perfect time because everybody's Gearing off of doing all of the holiday markets and having successful shows, and you're on this high, and now it's time to sit down and look at a mood board and talk about the fine points of it all. What does it actually look like, and how are we going to get to where we want to be? Because doing what we do every single day in and out isn't going to get us there. We have to put that work there, and we can do it, we will do it. I
0: think the hardest part is that answering that very first question. At least it is for me. Like I can come up with a plan all day long. I can, I can reverse engineer something, but, but picking that, what do I want? Yeah. Is the hardest part. And it's, I think it's maybe the FOMO of like, well, if I do this and I'm missing out over here. Yeah. And then maybe then I, then I question myself, well, do, do, do I really want it that bad if I'm second guessing and, I think that's to me the hardest part is finding that direction of like yeah. this is the direction I am resolving to go in.
1: Right. It's it's almost like yeah, whatever path you pick you're sacrificing something else. Right. You only have so much time in the day, right? And you only get one day once, you only get one year once. And you're talking about the fear of choosing the wrong path, You and I are so much of that perfectionist that we want to make sure it's right the first time. So this is you battling kind of, I guess, one of your, one of your weaknesses, right? That fear that we've talked about before.
0: My fear is of like living an inauthentic life or not the life that wasn't meant for me or not my best life or not doing the best by those around me. And like, that's, I'm, and I, I really do believe that there are multiple paths that can get you to where you want to go. Like there's,
1: yeah.
0: I don't, like, especially with like predestination and everything, I feel like we have like these gifts and maybe a, a purpose, but you're, I don't think that purpose has to play out in a very specific timeline of like, here's how your life is going to look. I think it's that purpose maybe your purpose is to like teach so you could be a teacher you could be a parent you could be a therapist you could be a preacher like there's different ways that you could fulfill that purpose of teaching i think that's where i struggle is cuz i i see things that way and so i might have a decent grasp i might get to a decent grasp on a purpose but then i can't figure out how that how that should play out. Yeah. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, as I said before, I have a feeling you are not the only one that has those fears and unsure. I think we talked about it on one of them where, you know, a high schooler trying to figure out what college or someone in college and deciding they don't like their major anymore. And it's kind of that same unknown of, I kind of know what I want to do, but I don't, but I don't and how, and then you're stuck in that kind of limbo and it's scary because time's going by. And I don't know, maybe that's the time, maybe that's where pause, we need to have an episode on pausing and maybe that's a part of pausing where where you're at. You need to get out of pause. Yeah. I <laughs> need to press play. <laughs> I need to
0: press play. I need to get on the boat. I'm sitting there watching the boat, you know, the river's going. I need to get in the boat and ride the river. I'm spending too much time trying to pick what I'm doing. Cause I have, I do, I have a lot of options. I mean, I've been painting. I really enjoy that. I enjoy writing and like poetry and stuff. I was mechanical engineer for a while. Like I have all these options. Some I like better than others. There's pros and cons to everything. So picking one and committing to it is, is really hard. And that's why I love this word, not in the traditional sense of like making a resolution, but the reminder of resolve.
1: Yeah.
0: I need to resolve these indecisive things and resolve to pick a path and go on that path. Yeah. I pick a word for the year. Most years. This year I failed miserably yes. at my word. <laughs> it was connect and I feel like I was the most disconnected this year than I've ever been. Um, really I, because
1: I, you've been doing your you've been doing your little markets and connecting with people and yeah. talking and so yeah, yeah, that's a good one.
0: I've disconnected in a lot of other ways, but I have connected. Maybe I've making I'm making more meaningful connections because I'm gonna I'm I'm say people in person.
1: In order to connect more with others or things you have to make room for that by disconnecting with other things right so that's not a bad thing True. i don't think oh
0: and i've connected way more with like my little family my my kids and my spouse yeah so i've done better that way i think i'm going to make my word for 2022 to be resolve
1: resolve i think that's good I'm going to have to think about my word, but I'm leaning towards committed, fearless, adventurous, ambitious. I want to grow my business. It has a place. I have to do it. But based on those
0: words, do you feel like you just, your fear is holding you back?
1: Yes and no. Sometimes I get decision fatigue when it comes to adding something so right I want to add sticker I want to add inspirational stickers but then it's the process of what company go do I go through do I order a couple from different companies and put them all on one tumbler and like test them out how do they work in the dishwasher how do they wash hand wash like is it matte do I like glossy and so then there's this massive decision fatigue because I want it to make sure it's on brand And then I end up sitting on this idea for six months, not actually progressing in it. Um, And then there's, you know, then there's that cost. Well, if I purchase from all these different companies, that's money, shipping money from three different shipping ones. That's not even like buying bulk of one thing because I haven't decided. And that's just with stickers, not with my journal or moving forward with another deck. I I think that's what I struggle with the most is moving forward and just getting product. (laughs) Like... Not the stuff that I already have, but new things.
0: It sounds like there's probably is fear underneath that fear of it being perceived wrong or someone being upset that it wasn't the highest quality or yeah, which in that plays back into fear of being viewed as like, not like good enough, unprofessional. Right. right. Yeah, Is that imposter syndrome? Yes. I have to look the part and that's how I do. I have to, everything has to look the part or I'm, I'm not worthy of being there being part of, you know, being there as this, not, not an actual place, but like in the club of entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. and stuff.
1: I follow, I'm obviously on social media and I follow a bunch of people on Instagram, on my business page and my personal page. And there's this one small business that I follow. And I always, always, always value when a small business like kind of shows where they came from, Mm -hmm. whether it's you know, well, they started in their bedroom and now they have this massive warehouse or here was the earrings I was making last year and they, they don't look good, (laughs) but this year they look bomb. They look amazing. And they do like a preview of like, Oh, and by the way, this was last year's version. And you're like, okay, I appreciate you showing that because that shows just like the amount of growth in one year within like your technique and your brand, how you're like continuing to like just brand yourself. And I'm not even one year into having my business launched. And I'm sitting here, you know, comparing myself, thinking I'm behind and all these different things. And it's just, it's a good reminder to say, all right, I've come this far. I'm here. I've done amazing. I want more. That's good. I've just got to get there. Look, look, look where these people came from, you know, like, and it's, this is how it starts and I'm going for it. We're going for it. We can do
0: this. A phrase just came into my head as you were talking. Perfection leaves no room for growth. Yeah. Yeah. I think we need to be okay with putting out something crappy <laughs> to leave room for it to be better the next time. Cause growth, we, we both agree that growth is so important but mm-hmm. we don't leave room for growth if we're searching for perfection all the time.
1: For sure. There was a, um, uh, a quote, I actually, uh, oh, was powerful. I forgot how powerful it was. I literally, I listened to this on the radio this morning. They were actually talking about imposter syndrome. And the quote was, self-limiting beliefs will limit your potential. Yeah. And it's like, duh. But sometimes you just need to hear that again. You know, you just need to be told that.
0: Yeah. We're, we're always the only one in our own way. Yeah. To me, that's the most upsetting thing (laughs) because it's I always have like my, I, I know when I'm struggling that I'm my, I'm to blame and getting out of that is hard. Like accepting, having grace, getting past that point of like, I'm, I can tell you it's my fault all day long. Like here I am. This is my fault how do I fix this? But like, I can't fix it until there's that forgiveness piece. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the hardest part. And that's the, that is the self-limiting beliefs, uh, telling myself I'm worthy of that forgiveness.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: I can go make a change. Cause you can't, I mean, like that's the stumbling back block I keep running into You can't make that change until you forgive yourself for the shortcoming.
1: I mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. that's a real yeah. resolution there. Like self-forgiveness, let go yeah. of these failures and moving forward.
1: Oh, 100%. I think when you were saying, you know, yeah, I know it's my fault all day long. And so the, and the one thing I'm thinking of that you kind of have to ask yourself or I'm, I'm asking is like, what are you going, what are, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to get past that? And it sounds like you kind of already know, you know, it's like, those are the questions that people have to ask themselves too. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do about it for me to get my business where I want it? I know what I want, but how? And then what does that look like in steps? And I've just got to break that down. What are you willing to to do to get there? What are you willing to do? I know. That's also, yeah, I know. I see these small businesses and they're working 12 hours a day. I can't afford that. Right. Or you don't want to. I don't want to have to afford that. Right. And I do realize that there's sacrifice in small business, but can I still not run my small business successfully and grow successfully without doing what a 22 year old is willing to do? Like I have children and my, it just takes it's slower. It's different. Yeah. It's yeah. just different. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. that's where that comparison
0: piece comes in. And maybe it's like turning off those Instagram accounts and not following those ones that are on a faster track than you, because you know that you compare and say, well, they're so much further ahead than I am. Yeah. I'm not willing to make the sacrifices that they're making good on them, but that's not, that doesn't fit in my plan, my plan,
1: my path. There's a part of me that wants to, but then I think about I'm missing out on high quality time with my husband and I miss out on events or quality time with my children or sleep. And so yeah, that too. Yeah. And all of those things are you A know are very important. Yeah, I know. I I want to. I find myself slipping into old habits where the past 2 years or so I was up every morning super early meal prep prepping, I worked out, I was a runner. Um I've not been doing any of those things. I used to go to bed early, rise early. I did that for two two-ish plus years and now I feel like I'm back in high school or college where my design and my brain is just flowing and I I do that best at night. So then I stay up late and then I sleep in. That's and then okay. I create. And like, and that's what I'm trying to tell myself that like, okay, that's all right. Because it's a different phase of my life. I'm doing different things right now. I'm still active, but I find myself doing that where I'm like staying up a little later. And I'm like, ah, I regret it every single morning when I have to be up really early with children. And
0: yeah. That's like, the hard part you know, is your family the can't adjust with you, you know?
1: Yeah. Exactly. I think it's
0: perfectly natural to go through the different phases and cycles. It's just hard when society and like the structure of school and stuff doesn't, we can't adjust everybody to it. So, like, the wake up time still is, is sitting there.
1: Yeah. So, I need to think of my word. I'm going to go with resolve. I really like it. I think it's great. It's
0: like the perfect kick in the butt that I need.
1: I'm really liking ambition, ambitious. I'm not sure which one, but fearless, like that reminder. I'm fearless. I don't know. Do we want to leave our listeners with a task?
0: Yeah.
1: Pick your word. I think that's a good one.
0: Would say something about like resolutions, but uh, I like how you broke it down. I think I'm going to do that. Like breaking it down to one a month. It feels more achievable. Mm -hmm. and you could do it by quarter. You could say like this quarter is going to be health-based and then have this month. I'm going to do this for health this month. I'm going to do this for the health this month is for that. And then do another quarter that's your home. And this month I'm going to resolve to do the dishes every night. And this one, I'm going to make my bed every day. And, you know, something like that, do a quarter for self-care, do a quarter for work business stuff. And break it down even
1: further that way, that'd be fun. Yeah, absolutely. I think a journal entry is going to be asking you to look back on this past year and asking yourself, what achievements can you celebrate? And then what achievements do you want in this coming year? I like that.
0: I'm I'm terrible about looking back and celebrating the successes.
1: Yeah. I, I feel like I have a lot to say about that too, where, um, when I'd have my little phone calls with my fitness groups, I'd always start off with a celebration, whether it was in that day or this week, it could be something small and, you know, frivolous. It could be something really big and great, but I think it's so important to celebrate those things because it, it can be so easy in that mindset to just think about all the bad things and focus on the bad and the hard when we do have a lot of celebrations to celebrate and that's let's talk about it let's give ourselves a clap let's give ourselves a pat on the back have a glass of wine and celebrate it
0: <laughs> I'm in let's do it
1: so yeah
0: we should do like a um a zoom and maybe there's others who want to join of that of like our own little new year's to me, that, that would be a fun new year's party would be to get together and like, talk about re- review your year, talk about what you're going to do for the next year, enjoy each, each other's company.
1: Let's do that. Let's talk about it. Let's get people, let's get people yeah. who would like to join us. We'll pick a day and time. We'll get this aired and then we'll talk about a day and a time. And yeah, if anybody wants to join us, we can kind of have like a party hour. Yeah. We'll put together some album. structure
0: to it so that we can like yep. answer. You can journal and answer prompts live with us. That would be so
1: cool. Let's do it. Oh, I'm excited. Me too. You got me. Then got me all excited. All right. Thank y'all for coming and listening and hanging out with us. I hope you found some golden nuggets in here and got your brains uh, a jogging.
0: We are resolving to stay on this path of these weekly podcasts. I think we're doing, we're doing pretty good. We took our one week off. Rest is important. We're just doing it. Sweet. All
1: right. See you guys. Bye. Hey guys. Thank you so much for being here. We hope you enjoyed our conversation and ultimately found some aha moments that allow you to reflect and take positive action. If you found this episode interesting and helpful, please consider liking, sharing, subscribing, and even leaving a review. As always, you are worthy, loved, and powerful.